1: Hey, I'm Joe Connolly with producer Neele Caruso. To bring you up to date, maybe give you some ideas for your business by talking about and explaining the changes that have happened in the restaurant industry. There have been so many as we know. So I want you to uh, meet Darcy Kurtz of Bento Box which is creating websites and other services for restaurants. And also Richard Barroa, owner of Claudie's restaurant in the Bronx. And Richard is an FDNY paramedic. And he runs the restaurant with his wife as well. And he told me before we started that, He was a paramedic. I didn't know that. And he said, I've been through worse things than this business challenge right now. First of all, Richard, uh, thank you. How have you run the business and been a a paramedic in the pandemic at the same time? How have you done it, man?
2: Uh, Yeah, it's not the easiest thing (laughs) to do, but um, it's what uh, faced me. You know, um, my work with the fire department, is my base and it's what allows me to um do other ventures um you know pays the mortgage um but how do we do it uh just the same way we we uh, do it at the fire department just uh you know go all out give it your best and move on to the next job
1: you have a great very welcoming looking restaurant we'll get into that first but i first just wanted to acknowledge uh, your your uh, paramedic FDNY ex- experience because that's so significant. Darcy, tell us what is Bento Box doing for businesses like Richards uh, through this program that we're going to explain about and give people the web address for.
0: Absolutely. So um, Bento Box is really about helping restaurants succeed um, through um, through technology. And so we have um, a whole digital presence, so everything from their website to their online ordering, their catering, their events management, being able to take um, uh, money for merchandise or tickets or gift cards. We really have their whole digital storefront um, available to them. So that's become increasingly important through COVID. And I think kind of the post-COVID modern restaurant is going to really have to have all this digital property in place because consumer behavior is just permanently changed at this point.
1: And I've heard that restaurant owners are tough people to sell to. You're not going to go in there and sell them a quick deal. Uh, They have a lot of questions and uh, sometimes a lot of them are not that up to date on technology as well. So what has it been like to get involved in helping New York restaurant owners?
0: Well, I'll tell you, it's one of the reasons I joined Bento Box. It's one of the most purposeful roles I've ever had because um, you're right. Kind of pre-pandemic, uh, technology in the restaurant in, uh, industry was still very, very behind. Uh, there was a very real concern that technology impeded their most important thing, which was delivering hospitality. Um, hospitality at its roots is about relationships. It's about person being in person. Um, But what we found is that technology actually can enhance hospitality. It doesn't have to be a barrier to and, and, you know, a lot of things happened through the pandemic. The one good thing that happened is that this kind of realization that technology can be a good thing and not a bad thing. And it's going to really allow individual restaurants to take back control over their hospitality experience, because unfortunately, um, if they hadn't been adopting technology diners were. And so they were starting to go to things like, you know, your Uber Eats and your Grubhubs and your Seamlesses of the world. And that hospitality experience sort of got usurped. Um, And so now we're able to give control back to the restaurants, let them do what they want to do most, which is uh, serve their their customers in the way the customers want to be served. So it's a very purposeful opportunity right now.
1: And that's the great uh, problem that you solve, right? Getting control back over your business to people who came in and took more than a lot of restaurant realized, realized they were going to be what it just started. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Richard, you, you probably felt that firsthand.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I can say that the, the primary benefits that we've gotten from Bento box is that we got a slick professional website that matches the taste and flavor of our food. Um, We won a Michelin Award in 2021 after just uh, nine months of being open. And uh, we're both restaurant rookies. So that, I mean, you can see right now, or maybe you can't see it because we're on radio, but our our website's beautiful and it matches the food. So that's one. Two is the delivery services um, take 30%. They're capped at 20% here in the city. And what restaurants, uh, such as my, my restaurant, what we do is we upcharge 10% and eat 10% of the cost. Um, with Bento Box, they've um, partnered with DoorDash Drive. And I just found out we have a five mile radius. So for me, we're in Riverdale. That takes us all the way up to Northern Yonkers, all the way east, uh, covering almost all the Bronx, the Pelhams, and as far south as uh, Sugar Hill so we got a big uh, delivery radius that we wouldn't have been able to do otherwise so i think those are the, the two main benefits and other, also the background info being able to get um, customers info to be able to market to them directly which these other sites don't want you to have because they want you to be with them and you know mind you i'm not against them but you know when they double dip you know they charge me and the consumer it's a little greedy
3: neil so, guys, uh, happy to have you on here on the Small Business Spotlight. And um, Joe and I have been reading a lot about how restaurants are looking for incremental revenues, um, you know, uh, ways of, of selling. Is, is this website uh, allowing you more doors uh, opening to actually sell where you weren't able to because of uh, COVID and um, obviously Omicron bringing uh, some new challenges uh, to the restaurant industry?
2: Um, well, yeah. So th- the way I think they help is uh, with the the visuals. So I did my previous website, you know, and I did my best, but I'm I'm not a pro. And uh, with the visuals, we've seen an uptick on the combos. So we're seeing larger orders, um, as uh, compared to before. And um, also, uh, like I mentioned, the delivery range. You know, before I had a one mile radius. You know, so now I got five times that. So yes. that that's helping and in the the big thing is that we're getting more in-house orders i I see the grubhub and the uber orders dipping down while our in-house bento is going up so it's so far it's working
1: he just said really important big things there darcy
0: he did he did It, it uh it actually warms my heart to know that that we were able to help help even a little bit in the, the success, success of your business. But um, yeah, I think we're seeing this kind of holistically with restaurants, a couple of big trends. One you mentioned there at the end, um, consumers are, are learning and they're learning how much these third-party Um, aggregators are really taking from their favorite local restaurant and they want to, they want to support their favorite local restaurant. So we are seeing an uptick in trends of people going directly to the restaurant website versus to the aggregators, which we see as a huge win. Um, You know, changing consumer behavior is hard, but it looks like um, some of that has happened We also we believe very so we think there's a new modern restaurant sort of emerging out of out of this COVID world. And there's four big pillars. One of them is just you have to be found online. You have to be online. Seventy seven percent of diners go online before going to a restaurant. So just having a presence is critical. But the second is the one that you guys just talked about, which is diversifying your revenue streams. Um, Having all of your restaurant, all of your revenue just from the restaurant, just from the in Restaurant dining experience just isn't going to work anymore. Um, besides the fact that people are now addicted to uh, to, to takeout and that sort of thing, um, there's also just so much variability and flexibility in the in dine-in experience. You know, weather. You know, you 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 guys got a, a huge storm last week that I'm sure kept people inside. And if all you have is your dine-in, you didn't make revenue last week. So you've got to find ways whether it's online ordering, whether it's selling your merchandise, sell your barbecue sauce, sell your t-shirts, you know, do events and have event management, but just find something else to give you an ongoing revenue stream so that you can level out some of that variability of the dine-in. So it sounds like Richard, you guys have done a really great job of of being able to do that.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So where we're at, it's uh, the first stop of the one train in the Bronx. And it's a transit hub. Um, it, it's where people who live in Westchester go home. And so we, uh, when we opened in June of uh, June twelfth of twenty twenty, we knew that we'd be mostly takeout, about 80-20 split. So when everything shut down and it was only takeout, it wasn't a huge pivot for us because we were already pre- prepared for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, the uh, the website. Um, getting it upgraded uh definitely helps. The mm-hmm. um and then the background stuff that happens that you know um I'm not I'm not the most untech savvy guy but it like uh, doing SEO optimization, um the mm-hmm. logarithms that the different search engines use to find you. And uh also trying to get traditional media to get you on and uh, those links um, help your website ranking. So those are things that bento box helped with uh, as well. So
0: yeah, those are all things that we have um, just standard in our, our websites as we build in all those tools because we know um, as, as restaurant owners, you have to wear so many hats. You know, being a, a full-time marketer is only one of all the other things that you have to do. So we're trying to make it really easy um, for you to get found with things like SEO, things like your visuals are gorgeous, your pictures are, are beautiful. That makes such a difference in, in response, um, making sure that they're mobile optimized Might not be something um, people think of naturally. I know you said you built your own website. Those are the types of things that, um, you know, restaurants a lot of times get caught up in is some of those technical back-end details that they either don't know how to think about or or don't know how to fix, even if they do know they need to worry about them. So um, it's something we try to build in and make it just super easy.
1: Richard, you said that, I think you said combo orders or larger orders took off with the better photographs. Yes. Did you take those photographs? Did you have a photographer do them? Did Bento Box do them? How did that happen? Uh,
2: so yeah, no, they um, we had a um, photographer come in, and yeah, they were professionally shot. So, you know, we put all the uh, dishes out, and uh, she she just did a great job <laughs> of taking um, making the the food look yummy. You know, it, pays it,
1: off. The the professional photographer paid off. Yep,
3: Mm -hmm. it looks great. Yeah, it looks fantastic. And, um, you know, Darcy, let me go to you. You had mentioned about change consumer behaviors. Mm -hmm. I wonder what are the change behaviors of online ordering over the last two years? And how do you cater to that through your website specifically for uh, the small restaurants?
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that people are doing online ordering is huge. Um, the big trend that we've talked about already is moving from the third party aggregators to direct, which we think is a huge benefit. Um, and then when people go there, um, they want things to be they want to see it. Right. So having pictures on your your online ordering menu, super important. Um, you guys know this. People eat with their eyes. Right. You you see it first, your mouth waters and then you want to eat it. So it's important to not just have them on your your website proper but also on your online ordering um page because it gets people to do things um there's a lot that's going on right now with upsells and cross-sells and optimizing your your checkout experience and you know if you've if you've done it lately, you will see things like, hey, you bought this, you know, you bought the hamburger. Are you sure you don't want fries? Um, Some of the things that happen naturally in person when you go to a restaurant, um, you want your online experience to be able to help um, do that so that your online ordering is equal or higher total ticket prices than than your dine-in. You don't want that to be some trade-off that you're having to make. Um, The other thing that we're really seeing um, as more and more diners are coming directly to the website, it's really critical that that customer experience feels seamless. Um, there's a lot of places today, if you go to a restaurant, the restaurant website and the online ordering site are different, and you can see it and feel it, and there's delays, and it, it, it really impacts that overall guest experience, which for most restaurants is the number one thing they care about is the diner experience, and so getting a seamless experience where the, 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 the website itself and the online ordering all feels like it's from one place and it feels like one unified experience, um, that's something that's really helping with conversion rates.
1: Richard, do you use third-party delivery people, or do you have any of your own delivery people?
2: Uh, You're you're looking at them. I was the delivery boy. I love it. Um, So, you know, when we first opened, there wasn't any dining. It was zero dining. It was only 100% takeout, and I think they only allowed a maximum of four people in the restaurant to pick up. So we did lean heavily on the third-party websites. Uh, Remember, we opened June 12th, 2020. So it's like right smack in the middle of the pandemic. And uh, we had a name in the Flan. That's where we started first, uh, wholesaling to supermarkets like Zay Bars and Union Market. And uh, when we opened up the restaurant, we had already done street fairs and we had decided that retail was the way to go as opposed to wholesaling. But um, how do you get people to trust you when you don't even know how the disease spreads, you know, at, at, at that time in, in 2020. Later on, it, it became clear, you know, that it was uh, person-to-person contact, so, you know, cleaning everything. But um, it, we, we had a, a lot of community support, um, and that, that was one of the things that saved us. And also, I, I have to give it to um, the Uber, the Grubhub, the DoorDash, having that ability, because... I'm just one person I can't do all the orders so and having aside from myself having to insure another person and if they get injured or in a car accident the workman's comp is like through the roof so it, 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 it wasn't feasible so having the third parties did help us uh, survive um, and move forward but you know. We've gotten past that stage and now we we want to keep more of the share and uh, with Bento Box, that's how we're doing it. Um, We're still using a third-party delivery. It's a DoorDash drive, Mm -hmm. but the difference is they charge a flat fee as opposed to a percentage.
1: It's been great to talk to both of you. We just have to wrap it up. So um, Darcy, I'll have what Richard's having. That is the free help from uh, Bento Box to do my website.
3: (laughs) <laughs> All right. Awesome.
1: What what is the web address that businesses can go to to find out about this service that they may be able to get through the small city small business services department? I believe.
0: Yes, it's it's simple. It's just getbento.com. So huh. g e t b e n t o dot com.
3: And I believe smallbiz.nyc nyc through the uh, Small Business Resource Center, Joe.
1: Right. So getbento.com and what's the other one neil it is uh, smallbiz.nyc and that's where you can get the help and uh just don't open next to richard he's got that corner set now don't <laughs> we want to bring in any new competition do you have seats in the restaurant for sit down dining now too richard
2: uh, yes, we, we have 34 seats. So it looks like a beautiful really, Joe, little storefront. You no,
3: know. <laughs> Joe, before we wrap up, I, I'm just curious um, about your community in the Bronx. As you mentioned, the community mm. aspect. I know, you know so many people came together during the pandemic. What's it like now, two years later?
2: Uh, so, you know, people know the food. And um, a, if you've had a chance to go to our website, we've actually had really great press, uh, you know, like the best place to have lunch in the city best empanadas uh, and and the culmination of all that being the bib gourmand. Um, So right now, well, I I can tell you, um, I had an experience where I was punched in the face for telling a patron to put on the mask. Uh, I haven't been punched on the job in 17 years at the fire department, but I got punched at my restaurant. (laughs) It was a sucker punch. He hit me while I told him to put on the mask. I turned and boom. And when I, you know, I, I didn't fall, but um, when I got my head together, I see him running out the door. So he left his uh, wife and daughter there.
3: But, that was recent, huh? Uh, yeah, two weeks ago. I'm sorry about that.
1: Yeah. How's business in the neighborhood, though, generally, for, among the other business owners you
2: talk to and everything, Richard? Um, I, I think most people are still down. So on the strip that I'm on, there's a, a couple of, well, like three delis and then um, a couple of Middle Eastern restaurants. And um, they're still complaining that it it hasn't reached um, the pre-pandemic levels. Um, For us, you know, we're a little different from other restaurants in the area. We're we're trying to give um, a quality meal, a home-cooked meal um, that you would feel great having any day of the week, you know, sharing with your family, your friends. Um, So I, I think people have recognized the quality that we're serving and appreciate that. And we get people coming from all over the place uh, to eat at a restaurant. So for us, like I said, we're restaurant rookies and we opened in the middle of the pandemic. So we're ignorant to how business was before, but um, it's looking up for us. And um, you know, that's thanks to um, the community and our partnership. I'm grateful to Bento Box and also the uh, Chamber of Com- Commerce, which um, told us about the uh, Bento Box program
1: great to talk to both of you
2: thank you both of you
1: okay. good luck
2: thank you very much and you guys are welcome you're kings whenever you come to our restaurant
1: i'll be there
0: then <laughs> on hey, congratulations over. on your michelin award that's huge yeah.
2: Uh, yeah yeah thank you yeah it's my wife she's a, a wizard in the kitchen you know, it, uh, like i said you know opening up in the middle of the pandemic it, it's a tribute to her food.
3: that's great Keep up the good work and stay safe Thanks, everybody.
2: Thank you, guys. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand.